Welcome to your support group podcast, home of the number one podcast that supports you at what you like to do. As always, it's Kenny and it's Q. Now Q is in her big hair, don't care phase right now. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on Q? How was your week? Week has been pretty good. You know, I didn't win that that mega million, so still still going out there trying to get them tickets. Ain't we all? Trust me. Um, I played it every week. I mean, every time <laughs> it's time for it to play. Yeah, I was even teaching my wife how to play the uh, Carolina Cash Five, mm. and I was like, "Yeah," because that is like pushing like seven hundred thousand. And I'm Ooh. like, only people in North Carolina play it, so. Unless somebody's yeah. cheating online or something like that. But yeah, um, my week has been pretty, pretty, yeah. I think I probably Ugh. slept probably about a total of about 20 hours this whole entire week, though. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. It, between work and um, I've just been feeling a little bit restless. Mm. I guess when, when you start the age, it's like, hmm. What am I thinking about now? I don't know. Why am I awake? I don't know. I'm just awake. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been a very exciting part of my week. And also, too, um, Carson, she's she's been actually wonderful this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is... Which is which is weird, you know, but I guess my baby growing up on me and I was looking around and I was seeing all these parents getting ready for school and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I I I do, but I really don't have like the school age kids no more because I got one that's getting ready to graduate. So it's like a, a little bit of school stuff. But like with Carson, mm-hmm. I don't really have to worry about that stuff for about two years so it's like yeah <laughs> you gotta right. buy school clothes haha but then i think to myself like damn i got a whole like 12 years of buying school clothes and i'm picking on them and their kids this is probably gonna be graduating before mine they'd be like haha you still buying school clothes and you 60 so. right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but um talking about buying stuff Segway, wiki wiki. Yeah. Um, talking about buying stuff, uh, I wanted to talk to you guys out there about buying stuff in this economy. Um, today, um, we're going to break down houses, um, cars, and all kinds of other BS. And before you call us cheap, we're not cheap. We just frugal and we monitor our money, and that's why we ain't broke and living in the cardboard box or got nice cars. And stay in the bum ass apartment like your ass. But um I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like I would prefer a nice house over a nice car. That's just me. Yeah. But let's get into that topic. Um <laughs> first, let's since we're talking about the car thing, um, let's talk about the cars. Um now I knew before the pandemic car prices was fairly decent. Uh-huh. Um, then after the pandemic, everybody had the excuse or so-called uh, microchip shortage. Um, then, 
they had to wait and all this stuff and used car prices went sky high because the dealers found this little opportunity to raise used car prices and a lady paid like ten thousand dollars for a Ford Escort or some craziness. <laughs> and I was like, ain't no way in God's greed earth that she allowed that to happen to herself. And I think a lot of times when stuff like that happens, you know, people don't do their homework. You got to look uh -huh. at car prices back then versus right now. And then you shop that car. Um, uh -huh. Even me, you know, what I do is I look at, you know, different dealers like uh, within the state and I look at uh -huh. dealers outside of the state to see what the car prices is. And don't be ashamed or afraid I don't know why I said a shame, but afraid to travel outside of your state to buy a car or to go test drive it. Because nine times out of 10, especially like in the South where there's like no salt or anything like that, the car prices will be totally different from what's up North. They'll be a lot higher down South than what the car prices is up North because of salt and different things like that. And then in Florida, I don't know what the hell y'all doing. <laughs> with the car prices <laughs> it just depends on the north part of florida or the south part of florida like if it's in miami oh poppy got it for the low <laughs> now i'm not saying that the cars are rigged but <laughs> i just find it a little weird that once you get past orlando the price just dropped down real low but um nah the uh the the price of cars have went down substantially since the so-called everything that happened. Um, now going and finding you a good dealer is going to be the other issue. Mm -hmm. um, once you find you a good dealer, somebody that, that sits down and actually talks like they got good common sense and can actually uh, break down everything that's on that sheet, then you can basically say, okay, I don't want this. I don't want that. But you wait until they print that sheet out. Then you go and you say what you don't want and all that stuff and make sure that all the numbers like the VIN numbers and all that stuff match to the vehicle that's outside. Because a lot of times these dealers are real. Watch this hand. Don't watch this hand. And then they take this hand and they go. Yeah. <laughs> and before you know it, the car that you was looking at was 33,000. And on the sheet, they got a car that's 38,000. You like, hold up what the hell just happened? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, this price, this price. Hold on. Before we get into all that, this vehicle don't match that vehicle about there. Mm -hmm. So know your, know your stuff before you go to the dealership. And make sure that your credit, credit, yeah, credit. And, and I know it's like 800 YouTube gurus on here that know about credit and stuff like that. Go find one of them and listen to one of them because I'm tired of talking to y'all about credit because y'all don't believe in credit. Make sure your credit is decent. Why? Because when you buy something or finance it, rather, there's a uh, percentage rate, an APR, uh -huh. in which you got to pay it back. And if your credit is a 300, good luck. You'll never get that car paid off. <laughs>
<laughs> that car was three thousand dollars, <laughs> and that APR is thirty. Right. Just leave that car right there. Go work on your credit. Right. Um, I find that a lot of people too go way outside of their means. If mm. you just need a simple SUV, then go with the simple SUV. Don't go out there and go look for no Porsche and say, that's what I want, and I'm going to get that. I'm going to work hard. Well, you're going to be working hard for a while. You're going to be stressing yourself out. Build up some credit. Save you a little bit for the, for the put down on your Porsche for later. So go find you something simple now that can get you back and forth from point A to point B. Don't go jump up out there all crazy. Um, that's just my advice. Q, you got some advice on this thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The first thing we're going to talk about is just because it's something that you want does not mean it's something that you need. So I had this idea right. when I first, I was like, ooh, a Lexus SUV. So I went and got it. But then every time it needed something, it was like 500, 1,000. It was like everything had to be done at the dealer. I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. About a year into that, I took that car back. I said, let me get a little Hyundai. Because I can afford the maintenance on this Hyundai because it's not killing my pockets. I don't want all the money that I make to go into a car. And that's something like I had an aunt who had, she wanted a, a Jaguar. I forgot what kind of car it was. But every year she had to take it to the dealer and it had to have like $5,000 worth of stuff done to the car. Jaguar because cars. Because when you buy these high, you know what I'm saying? Jaguar prices. It's like, buy you a car, look at the tires, look at how much the battery costs, look at how much that stuff costs to maintain the car because you're not just buying, you're not just worried about the car, no, you worry about the insurance, you worry about the maintenance and the upkeep on the car. And if every time you need something done, you have to take it to the dealer and it's breaking your pockets, then to me, that's not a car that you need. Something simple, go get your little Honda, a little Hyundai. Hyundais have great warranties. Yep. You can just take it back to the dealer. They do whatever they got to do to it. And, and you can probably back. find you a brand new Hyundai with nobody pooting in the seats um, for about right. 25000 You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and at this, at this, and I hate to say it, but we're still in this market where, you know, the average car price or car payment is probably about five to $600. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's that's newer. But for like mm-hmm. a bucket um, to get you from point A to point B, you should be looking at anywhere between two to three hundred dollars. And the reason why mm-hmm. I say that is because if you're just starting out, say you got your first apartment or whatever, and you just starting out and you just, you know, learning how to manage your money and budget properly, you making a, a slip up for X, Y, Z ain't going to hurt you at two, three hundred dollars. You get what I'm saying? It's not it's not going to take too much away from you to make that jump to say, oh, snap, I got to make my car payment. Bam, bam, bam. You know? Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I try to advise, especially young people, you know, you don't need that BMW. Why? Because just like Q said, when it comes time to repair that BMW, you're going to pay BMW repair prices. And right. let's not even talk about an Audi. Because most of the Audi stuff is engine out work. So if something goes wrong with that engine, 
It'd make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> you would just want to just leave that car right there at the dealership and walk home. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. trust me, it's, I, I love Audis. I love Audis. They're it's beautiful nothing cars. More, nothing more than I would like to have than an RS6 station wagon. And I'll put dad wagon on it as a tag. <laughs> and, and, and then I'll go get a custom wrap like the Griswolds, the National Lampoons. <laughs> I go get a wrap, go get it wrapped like that. And then mess with my kids and pull up on them and stuff like that. And be like, come on, get in the station wagon. Time to go on a family trip. Yeah. Trust me. I've, I've had the whole thing imagined out. But, hey, I know that I cannot afford Audi repair prices. Right. And even Let alone if you the could, why would you want to do that? <laughs> like, it's just, don't live beyond your means. Get something exactly. practical. Do You know, do what you have to do for the moment. Make sure mm -hmm. it's, it works well, you know what I mean? Like, uh, my daughter, with her first car, we went to this little place in Kernersville, or was it Colfax, one of them little towns. And my husband just paid $5,000 for a used Camry. Now, that car was a 1996, but it's the engine was still good. The tires were good. And she it's rode that thing to the... Yeah. <laughs> she drove that car to the wheels fell off. You know, no car note. Insurance mm -hmm. was reasonable. She It was something that she could afford all throughout college. She drove it, drove it, drove it. Now she got something else, but... Right. You know, that's it's what I'm talking two, about. Like, it's two automakers that are consistently bulletproof if you're looking for a nice affordable car and you see one that's in your range scoop it up and that is a toyota or a honda i don't care mm -hmm. I, I i know i don't own neither one of them but i'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> just off gate if you look at toyota prices like especially for like forerunners or anything like that that thing can have 200,000 miles on it, and they still trying to sell it for $15,000 because the daggone thing is bulletproof. You know, I've seen, like, videos of where they took a Toyota truck, dropped it off the roof, made the building, exploded the building, blew the thing up, everything, went in there and cranked it up, and it started. Bulletproof. So, yeah, if, if you low budget and you see a little Toyota putt-putt, yeah, trust me. And I owned a Toyota to sell back when I was in my early 20s. And it was like my first stick shift car. Like I basically, well, before that, I drove the three on the tree, the old farm truck style. That was my first stick shift, actually. Yeah, but, um, yeah that was my first stick shift because they gave me that as a work truck, as a joke. They was like, hey, since you got your own crew now. <laughs> take that as a work truck and i was like what <laughs> they was like yeah it still run i was like all right i got now i was like how you make it go they was like oh you yeah. never drove one of these young boys let me show you how to drive it man wow. me and that truck had fun i used to make that truck <laughs> burnouts and everything that old farm truck used to run it but um yeah the toyota to sell it was bulletproof until uh I had an issue with it and I had to park it at a gas station and somebody stole it. 
when I was young. So I had the title and everything in the dashboard. I was just dumb as I don't know what when I was young. But that was when I was young. And um, yeah, so that car was long gone. Like everybody was like, so you had the title in the dashboard? I was like, yeah. It was like, that car gone. They probably was like, cha-ching. Hold up. The title? The title is in here too? Man, we about to forge this. Take this to uh, Sally Mae down the street. Sally Mae going to stamp it for us for an extra 20 bucks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just, just, just don't go outside your means and, 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 and know your vehicle before you get it. Don't let the dealer just put you in any daggone thing. Because if you don't know the vehicle that you're looking for, and you show up to a dealership, oh, they're going to try to sell you the most expensive pin whip thing that they couldn't get up off the lot. Yeah. Trust me, yeah. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen to especially young females. They just come into the yeah. dealership and they be like, oh, I'm looking for, and I don't know. Ooh, I kind of like this. And the dealer's like, nah, you don't want that. But let me show you this up over here. <laughs> right. You see them little horns come about the, <laughs> the yeah. salesman here. He's like, I want to show you this right here. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh yeah. Well, we can get you into that for uh three thousand down and your car payment is six hundred a month. Yeah, don't do it. And then you look around and you be like, What in the hell is wrong with this car? Oh, it's been wrecked, but it's been repaired. It's been through a flood, but it's been repaired. And they ain't, yeah. they ain't got to disclose it right then and there. If you don't, if you don't go online and look at the vehicle, they ain't going to disclose it. Um, don't be afraid to walk away. Walk away. They ain't listening. Away. Walk away. Run away yeah. if you have to. And if you come Just with your own finances. Like, if you go in there and you say, I want a black, blasey, 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 and they start showing you a zazzy, zazzy, zazzy. Just say, you know what? You ain't listening. Let me go on and leave. <laughs> right. Right. I tell people all the time, you know what you want before you get there. Because if you don't. But like I was saying, um, especially if you come with your own financing and they're they not listening. Um, to you even tell them that, no, I don't want to go through your financing. I have my own finance. I have my own bank stuff like that and they just over talk you with that yeah, it's time to go because they're trying to get money they they just there for money they're not there to sell you a car or help you so those right. are just a couple of pointers um just just do your homework make sure you're prepared and just go in there and don't be afraid to turn down or walk away from stuff and that's before you allow them to run your credit don't let them run your credit and then get up there and walk and think you're going to go to another dealership now. Because now the only way that you can do that is, is if they run your credit all in the same day, because the hit will be all the same for the same day. But if you go to the dealership one day, you go to the dealership next and you allowing all these dealerships to run your credit and you had 700 as a credit score before that. Yeah. It's not going to be 700 no more. You're going, you're going to have some hits. So definitely that. The yeah. next one. The <laughs> roof up over your head. Um, 
Now, I don't know if it's like this in every area, but the rental prices here in North Carolina are basically house payments. Um, the 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 new addition to I'm looking out the window at them. The new addition to my apartment complex, the the one bedrooms are going for fifteen hundred. Um, <laughs> the what one, happened to rent being six hundred dollars? <laughs> I don't know. The one bedrooms are going for fifteen hundred. You know what? And this is like a little bit of a sidebar, but I'm looking for the day where people just uprise and say, F it, we've had enough. And nobody pay their rent. And everybody yeah. be standing there and like, you can't throw all of us out. Right. I'm going to have to do something about these rates. Because um, like we, like we own the grandfather lease. Like they, I mean, they can raise it, but we, we, so we've been here way before the pandemic. So our rent rate is way lower and I'm listening to even some of like the people that I know that just moved in, they talking about, cause they got the same style apartment. They talking about how much they pay and they'd be like, Kenny, how much you pay? I ain't telling you. Right. I pay what you pay. <laughs> I pay the, I pay, I pay the pay. same thing. Like, man, it's crazy. No. Um, but we've been definitely looking at house price. Um, because Carson, Carson likes to dance and Mm -hmm. if you, and we stay on the top floor. So if you below us, I do want to apologize, but my girls like to dance. Even Kaya, she likes to, she's a dancer. They like to dance. Um, but I'm pretty sure as a neighbor, you don't like to hear the bobbity bobbity of feet. So we've been looking at houses and I've been noticing that it's been houses on the market for several months, like eight, six, you know, several months. And I literally watched a lot of their prices go from like 400,000. And this is like for like 1200 square feet (laughs) (laughs) to like two something now. Um, And I've watched it just go steadily down. They're like, Oh, Mr. Williams, come see our open house. And I'm like, Hell no, because <laughs> I'm I'm just waiting for your price to go way down. Um, right. But now I, I'm starting to see like the the trend of the housing prices go down. Um, is it like that in Florida? Um, I would say no. It's ridiculous here. I think eventually it'll start to come down. But this house that I live in, we paid about two. Two and a quarter. If we try to sell it, they're saying we could probably ask for three eighty. But I know nobody's going to pay that. I mean, Listen, somebody probably would, but it's like, where you going to go? Where you going to go? Right. Once you once you get that three eighty, where are you going to go? You know what I'm saying? Because I can't three eighty. Right. Like we have five bedrooms. I'm not gonna find another five bedroom house in this area for two and a quarter. No, I'm just not gonna get that. It's gonna be fi- about five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and I don't want the problems. <laughs> I don't want a five hundred thousand dollar house that I gotta Mm-mm. pay. Like I'm thinking about the mortgage I pay here. 
it's reasonable. Like most people pay more in rent than I pay for this this house. And they live in like two bedroom with the bibbity boppity boot on the side, <laughs> on the side and on the top. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Uh, you know, no. I I tell people all the time, you know, they like because I I hear I hear the same thing. Like they be like, oh, I got an offer for my house, and this this that and the third. And I'm saying to myself, like, where are you gonna go though? Where are you mm-hmm. gonna go once you get that money? Because right. the way the market is set up now, it's not it's not a it's not a people's market. It's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a seller. It's not a buyer's market. It's a seller's market. So. Mm-hmm. In order for you to go out there and find something, you got to find something in which it was foreclosed and they probably smeared dookie on the walls and tore the carpet up and it ain't got no sinks and no electrical. And you're like, oh, God, yeah, this is just as big as my old house and I bought it for cheap. Yeah, but the money that you're going to put into it, repairing it. You're right. <laughs> it's going to be right. off the chain. Um, but like I said, as I watch, especially around North Carolina, it'll probably trickle down to Florida soon. Um, mm-hmm. Don't don't know if that'll ever happen, but because <laughs> Florida is home to crazy people, and they like, well, I don't want my property value to go down ever. It's three hundred some thousand dollar house, and I don't want my property value to ever go down. And then next thing you know, they everything in the area is like four hundred thousand, and you can't never move into something else in that area um yeah but i've been watching the housing prices go down and you could you could easily afford if you can afford fifteen hundred dollars for a one bedroom in north carolina then you can afford to figure out a way to pay for a house Mm -hmm. sorry you know um the one thing, the one thing that I always learned was, is two things that, you know, it, it, one day you'll look around and it won't be a lot of, and that's housing and and, and land. Mm-hmm. At the rate that we going with building stuff, you mm-hmm. know, if you don't own like some land or a house or anything like that, then I. Just in my opinion, you know, it's like it's like electric cars and combustion engines right now. You know, eventually they're going to ban gas powered cars. You can tell it's coming. You can tell it's coming. I mean, when you look around, even like your lawnmowers and your weed whackers and everything is electric now. Nothing Mm -hmm. is gas powered. Go go to Home Depot and try to buy a regular lawnmower and see what happens. (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't have a regular line. Ours is electric. <laughs> Case the <of> point. <laughs> Everything is electric. The weed eater, the freaking the lawnmower, and the, the leaf blower. All of it's electric. It's electric. Hey. <laughs> look at look at look at. Um, wow. I don't know where that came from. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy because I when you when you think about it, like the world is changing so much and so rapidly that I, I can see them even putting a ban on you buying land soon or something like that. Like because of the, the, the overbuilding of houses, 
And and where's all these crazy animals going to go now? We got lions, tigers, and bears coming about the woods. Yeah. <laughs> and you just keep on building a house. I'm going to build a house right here. Yeah, the tiger come out and be like, no, the hell you ain't. <laughs> That's what we have here in, in this area because, it's, you know, a lot of gators. We got snakes. We got turtles. We got a lot of those crane-looking birds. And they just, the, the place where they used to chill People just keep building and building and building. I'm like, what are these, what are these animals then? And they just be walking around the street like, shit, I used to live here. Like, this yeah. was your this house where I used to chill. The, the damn cranes throwing up. Walking around like. <laughs> <laughs> the cranes throwing up gang signs at you like, bitch. Yeah. Well, one of them started fussing <laughs> at my husband. I said, you better leave that bird alone. <laughs> yeah, because you, you can't do nothing to him either. He's protected. Yeah, they protected. Protected. Yeah. Do something to him and see what happens. You have the wildlife people, the police, everybody. You know. And then y'all got gators. So gators be knocking on your back door like, hey. Yeah. They be chilling. (laughs) Can I get a sandwich? Right. I I don't want your kids. I just want a sandwich. (laughs) They'll eat your dogs. Now don't leave your little puppies outside because they'll straight take them. (laughs) Oh, them hot dogs. Them hot dogs for those. Yeah. What you barking at? I'm gonna eat you. Right. But yeah, um, people people just have to prioritize and and make better financial decisions when it comes to buying stuff, especially now in this market. the The amount you make is not getting any better. Um, I hate to say it right now. Uh, minimum wage is all dependent on state. So if you live on the West Coast, your minimum wage might be a little bit better. If you live on the East Coast, with the exception of probably New York, your minimum wage. <laughs> it Do you ain't... live in the South? Oh, man. I think North Carolina minimum wage is what, like seven, eight bucks? Yeah. And then you got $1,500 one-bedrooms and apartments. So how do you live? The math ain't mathing. It's just not... It's not math, and I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and even, even if you even if you was to die, you couldn't afford to die. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no, you better get back up. <laughs> right. Reanimate it. <laughs> and this is part of goes back to what we were talking about before. It's like, don't just pay money for stuff. Ask questions as to why you're paying money for things. Because they're forcing us to keep paying, paying, paying. Meanwhile, like we have electric companies here that they allow to go up on rate the rates because of the hurricane that happened last year. And I'm like, I don't really feel no, no sorry for you because you're a billion dollar corporation who has made tons of money year after year. And so because you had one bad year, now you want to go crazy on my my electric bill and I don't even I barely run the lights in this bad boy. You trying to send me a bill that look crazy. I mean you you can't even get solar power. If you get solar power then they get a cut still. You know? Right. So and that's what I got. I have the solar <laughs> and they it's just ridiculous. They like nah like, man you can't you can't have solar on your house that you own and you can't set up solar panels on your house that you own without giving us, the electric company, some money. Right. Because we own the sun. We own the sun. We own the sun. 
I got to pay you to use my solar that is giving me energy from the sun. And is it? You know, I live in Florida. It's sunny here all the time. It's called the Sunshine State. For damn sakes. <sighs> yeah. There's something wrong. There's something wrong with that picture. Um, you know, that, that's... I, I always talk... Well, not talk, but dreamed about uh, living off the grid in the sense to where, you know... I'm not like living close by proximity to a city or anything like that. Like I have my land back in my house, back in the woods. And I I mm-hmm. got a nice little field area where I could see anything coming up towards my house, yeah. like bears, tigers, lions, and stuff like that. But um, the solar part, all, when I looked at the solar part and doing my research, I was like, I would still have to pay the electric company. Like, mm-hmm. how would they know that I'm even on solar power, you know, or I got some type of solar generating, you know, electrical so energy going on here? I don't know if you remember in North Carolina when solar first came out, they were trying to put a, a pause on that. Like, Duke was like, nah, we don't like it. And so they were actually kind of like penalizing people for having solar so basically what I think happened is the solar people and the electric people got together and said, okay, so here's what we're going to do to make sure that y'all stay in business. We're going to make it so they have to go through you to get the connection because that's what basically had to happen here. They put the stuff up there, but then Tico still had to come and do their little part. So I, that's why I have to pay them a cut for the power. So it's like, then how is it solar if I'm still having to pay them for the product that you said was powered by the sun? Right. So I'm paying you for God. Right. <laughs> because they hooked it up that way. You know, they're going to take care of each other. But like I hey, said, but it, ain't, ask it ain't no better than this. It ain't no better than this. Trust me. Right. Pay for you water. Pay, yeah. Pay for water. And I mean, just like just like even the water that come out your sink, like our water bill on average, which is crazy that you pay a water bill in the apartment, but anyway, yeah, our water exactly. bill on average is sixty bucks. It's only five people here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what is leading? And when you look down at the breakdown, it's an administration fee. It's a sewer fee. Mm-hmm. So every time I flush the toilet bowl, I'm getting charged. Okay. You better you better piss twice and then fl- <laughs> Wait, pour so a little bleach in it. <laughs> in uh that's Mecklenburg County, right? Uh that no, this is Gaston. Do y'all pay quarterly for the water or y'all pay every month? We pay every month. But see, because when I lived in a Forsyth County, we only paid once a quarter. We paid the, the water bill every three months. And water bill was like, like you said, it was $60 for three months. So you just break that down. You're looking at about 20 bucks a month. I come to Florida, they like, nah, you got to pay every month. And it's going to be like a hundred and something dollars. But it's all dirty ass water. <laughs> That's not even drinkable. Right. 
Um, no, when I stayed in Mecklenburg, my water bill, and I was living in a house, and I had wash machines, I had two bathrooms, I, you know, I had my brother and my cousins living with me, you know, men, they, they don't care about nothing, they turn on the water and they just be like, yeah, so uh, how was your day? Da, 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 da. <laughs> and I swear to you, on average, my water bill was like $21. So I guess it's all about where you stay, where you live at, you know, um, even things like insurance rates and different things like that is based on where you live at. So I, I would think that the water is, and plus it's not like um, a city managed water system at the apartment. It's some company out of Clearwater, Florida. So I'm paying yo, I'm paying, <laughs> Damn, water, wait, I'm, I'm paying, I'm paying your rates. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I understand you guys. I'm so playing. I'm paying. <laughs> I get it. Now I get it. <laughs> they like, Oh, these rates should be the same as Florida because this is a Florida company, right? Yeah. That makes no yeah. sense to me. Trust me. So yeah, just pay attention to everything, man. Um, before you buy, learn study budget and if it makes sense then do it but if it don't walk away from it mm. and if nobody told you today that they love you guess who do we do because we are trying to help you save your monies <laughs> <laughs> And if you haven't had the opportunity, go ahead and check out our website, www.ysgpodcast.com. And we'll see you next time. Peace.